Hi guys, welcome back to a whole new episode. I'm super excited. Please, 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 I'd love to hear you guys in the comments or what you think of these videos, how you love, what you love about these stories. Um, if you have a story yourself in the description below, I had put my email. It's my full name, Nicole Grace Katovich at gmail.com. Let's get into these travel stories. If you hear my dog back, barking in the background, it's because she is always barking at everything. Okay. So, number one, mine was in, in Beijing and my flight was delayed from Shanghai, so I arrived to check in at the hostel way past midnight. I get really anxious about waking up, so I literally just left my suitcase at the bottom of my bunk bed and climbed up to my bed. It was four-person room and every bed was occupied. Anyways, I climbed up and realized that the bed wasn't made and the hostel had left the sheets and pillowcases at the end of the bed so that I'd do them myself. I, in my anxiety, I only managed to put on the pillowcase and went to sleep wearing my jeans, socks, everything other than my shoes. Unsurprisingly, I had a really uncomfortable sleep and kept waking up at random points in the night. Anyway, the next day, the hostel provided a great wall tour and I signed um, and I'm, and signed up and made friends with some guy. We hit it off. We hit it off straight away and started chatting about the hostel. He started complaining about one of his roommates who had kept him up all night with the snoring and kept punching his bed to wake him up. I replied he, saying something like, oh yeah, people who snore shouldn't be allowed to stay at hostels. We spent the rest of the day bitching and laughing about the snorer. You probably already know where this is headed, but yep, I was the snorer and I was his roommate who kept waking up in the middle of the night because of the dude's punches on the bed. We spent a good hour on the floor laughing about it, although I probably won't ever stay at hostels ever again. That's a way to make a good friend though. Okay, number two, this one is four different stories of one person's travel adventure. So number one in Dublin, uh, I wake up and do my usual MO, wander around during the day, hang out at night, walk past a beautiful old Catholic church with doors wide open. So I felt it was an invitation to walk in and explore. Turns out it was a funeral. Don't think I ever backpedaled so hard in my life, pleading my case to a priest. Thankfully, he was very understanding. Barcelona, third night, there were, did you walk into a wedding and a bar mitzvah next? No, I'm kidding. Third night, there were, and we've all, we've already established a good repertoire with each other. It was a smaller hostel there where maybe only 25 of us when almost all, th all but three or four of us decided to go to the Sonar Festival to try and buy scalped tickets and get in. I turned down the invitation knowing better and about 20 minutes after everyone left, two Danes walked in and we proceeded to go out and have a blast. The look on everyone's face the next day after losing about $250 each was pretty priceless. Seattle. I was wandering around. Aim I was wandering around aimlessly. The first night, having some trouble finding a decent, friendly watering hole, when I literally bumped into a very attractive lady, putting out a sign saying "Now open." So naturally, I asked what she was opening, and she said her brand new bar where drink specials were a dollar, domestic beer bottles, and two dollar imports. The rest, as they say, is history. It <laughs> I think Ivy wants to say something. At some point, the next afternoon, I groggily went into search of the Mariners' uh, ball game. All I was told was that I need to walk up to the tellers at the stadium and that it cost $30, baby. I saw a group standing outside the stadium, so I naturally stood in line 
got to the till, asked for a $30 ticket, and got one. As I walked away, I noticed the Safico ball field was just behind the Century Link field, so I looked down in confusion to see what, that I had bought a ticket to see U2 that night instead. I can't say I'm the biggest fan, but thirty dollars for but for thirty dollars, why not? Oh my gosh, my dog is <laughs> she's all over me for some reason. In Spokane, I was driving back to VI from the Canadian Prairies. I don't know if yeah, I like the I, I don't know the numeral number or Rome number whatever the word is number I had my camping gear so I KOA'd it the entire way I got this I got to the Spokane KOA and proceeded to my site only to find that they had sprinklers on the ground was drenched I went back to the office and asked if there was a dry site where I could quickly go and set up before heading into the city. She said, yep, we've got our corner sites open if you want. So I took the one, um, went to get set up right against the fence, thinking nothing of the fact that my next closest neighbors were five sites away and proceeded to explore Spokane for the night. That morning, I found out at 3 a.m. and 5 a.m. why no one was anywhere near the fence. That's probably the first time I've ever been woken up by a training train vibrating me out of bed. Oh my god, that's funny. Okay, two more. I traveled solo to Croatia from Sweden. First time traveling outside of Sweden, decided to take the train because of fear of flying at the time. When my when getting to Germany first, the bus was late, so I had to wait. 2 a.m. to 6 a.m. in early November. Then when getting to Austria, it was a shit show. First, there was no train, but the board said it'd be there. Then when I double-checked, then they said it'd leave from the underground, one floor down. So I rushed down. Wrong side, go up, go down on the correct side. Five minutes after, it's supposed to leave me and one and another person go up. We both head to the information desk and ask what's going on. And they say, oh, it's from the, oh, it's, from the next station, you have to take down, or you have to go down and take the train for one station. Said and done. Me and the other person strike up a conversation, almost made a friend. When we get to the next station, we are having stressed down the stairs a third time and gotten on the train, like like give min, like give min earlier. That makes no sense. The clock says the train should have left two minutes ago. We feel a bit down when we hear another person say, "Hey, isn't that the train?" Guess he was going to board the same one or overheard us on the first train. We look over, and when you know it, there there the train is about to depart. We run so fast up the stairs. This is the third bloody stair in, the, in like 15 minutes. And we almost trip each other. We make it aboard as the doors are closing, and it leaves before we manage to sit down. Never been that rushed when traveling or had type of adrenaline with another person moral of the story triple check everything and be talkative it can help also nice to talk with folks when solo traveling later in croatia croatia i also made a new friend when i talked to the bartender and had dinner with her and her mother the day after i arrived three still friends to this day oh that's so sweet i love that honestly we went to uh i'll finish with my story here when we were in greece it's always tricky i find to go on some of these when especially it's all it could all be in a whole different language not english or whatever um but when we were so we were in greece we were in athens there's like this whole downtown area it's a cool vibe 
there is like a party night vibe, but like it's lots of downtown shopping, lots of nice dinners. So we had our dinner um, at like this at this rooftop restaurant. It was really good, the food. Um, and then once we finished, they all went for ice cream, but four of us didn't want ice cream. So we were like, let's take the train back instead. So we took the train. So we took the train. Um, shit, what happened? We took the. Oh, thanks, Ivy. So we took the train, but then we realized we were going the opposite direction. So we. So it wasn't like crazy or anything. Like we almost missed our way back, because we still had a few hours before the train stopped. Because Athens, they stop at midnight. So we actually were like, okay, we're like five minutes away. Or we were five minutes on the train going the opposite direction. We're like, no, we got to get off because we're going the opposite direction. And we got, and I knew it the whole time, but for some reason, I'm like, maybe it is the way, maybe I'm just wrong. But for some reason, I was like, no, we're going the wrong way. So we had to go up around these stairs and back (laughs) to the opposite side to get on the correct train to bring us back to our hotel. I get what they mean. Um, our tour guide told us to take a picture of this one post that would like every time, as long as you see it every time, you know, you're going in the right direction. And it was just like directions and information, but it was, it's like, Hey, we could have ended up on a total other side of Athens and had no clue where we were going. Luckily it wasn't just a solo trip. There was four, like we didn't all four go together, but it was through a tour, one of those tour guide, um, like EF tours. And it was, it was a fun night. It was a fun trip. But I haven't really had a whole lot of, we were almost, I did and I didn't, like, they weren't long, they weren't, like, crazy amounts, they were, like, we were stuck in Nashville at the airport for 12, or in the Toronto airport for 12 hours because Air Canada put our flights too close together, or we got lost in a bigger city because I, for the life of me, can't understand the exits. (laughs) So that was fun. Those are fun times, but that's about it. You guys have an awesome rest of your day and I'm looking forward to chatting even more. I do have a paid one coming up Monday. Um, So stay tuned for that. Again, if you want the extra exclusive, it's only 99 cents um, a month, but you guys have an awesome rest of your day. We'll chat soon. Bye now.